why can't my VA just know what to do? I need someone who can read my mind. It takes too much time to train someone how to think outside the box. These are things that I hear on a regular basis when talking to coaches about delegating. We have a desire to have someone on our team that can instantly jump in and know exactly what we know and make decisions the same way that we would. When that doesn't happen, though, we think the person is just not good enough or that it's just easier to do things ourselves. You know, there are things that you can do, though, to help your team think five steps ahead of you. There are things that you can do to foster this thinking outside of the box. But let's start with some of the things that hold your team back from being the dream team that you seek. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's my pleasure to welcome you aboard the Coaches Co-Pilot podcast today. On board this flight, we will be serving tools, tips, tricks, and strategies so you can have success working just 15 or 20 hours a week. I'm your co-pilot, Nicole Bandis, founder and CEO of Virtual A-Team, a boutique online business management agency. Now, please fasten your seatbelts and join us for this short flight to help you grow a thriving coaching business around your life. Surveys are actually done all the time that talk about why people hate their jobs. Three reasons that constantly come up are, number one, lack of communication. Number two, micromanaging. And number three, constantly switching directions. Let's first talk about lack of communication. How clearly do you communicate your needs to your team? Do you expect them to just use your best judgment? Use your best judgment, quote unquote, you know, air quotes. I know you can't see me, but uh, air quotes. Or maybe you're hoping that they can figure out what you want because, well, they're the experts. Expert, though, it does not mean mind reader. One challenge that we often struggle with with uh, clients are that they sometimes aren't clear what they want or that they don't know how to express that to the team. When we give give our clients our best concepts based on the information they've shared, the client's frustrated that it's not exactly what was in their mind, um, but that they probably couldn't express to us because they didn't give us enough details. Instead of giving input and feedback, though, um, for a second version that we could go back and say, okay, let's make it better based on what you can now explain you like or don't like, the client just assumes that someone else could have done the job better. But here's the thing. Communication is a process. And in addition, lack of communication can also look like not answering questions in a timely manner. If your team is expected to learn how to think one, two, three, four, five steps ahead, 
they'll need to learn how you think by asking lots of questions. And we're actually going to talk a little bit about this in a coming training, a coming uh, podcast episode in a couple of weeks. Uh, this can be time consuming, though, for the business owner, but it's an essential first step. Your team wants to do a great job for you, but they need your feedback and input to do this, especially at first. If you're not available because you're too busy or you're overwhelmed or you just have other things going on, that, that can create frustration and stall progress. Communication, it, it's important to remember, it takes time. Okay, now let's talk a little bit about this micromanaging. Micromanaging is when someone controls every aspect of a project or a task. Your team really wants to do an amazing job for you, but perfectionism will often tell you that you have to control everything. What if they don't know how to set up that system the way it will work best for me? You might ask yourself that. Or you might ask, the research that I need them to do might not be exactly what I need researched. They might research the wrong things. I know exactly how I want it done. So I just need to check and recheck everything to make sure that they're doing it the way I want it done. Micromanaging actually guarantees that your team is doing the things as if you were doing them yourself because, well, essentially, you are doing them yourself. You are rechecking everything. It's not saving you any time whatsoever. But micromanaging is generally a form of perfectionism. When you can't trust your team to deliver a great result, you will either micromanage the entire process or stop delegating all together. But here's the kicker and one that I really had to wrap my own head around. That great result may not be exactly what you had in mind. I know a lot about a lot of things in the online business space, and I would often assign projects to my team knowing exactly how I'd deliver the results if I had done all the work myself. If I let them do their own magic, it rarely looks the way I had imagined. But here's the secret. Guess what? It still delivered on the desired outcome. My goal was achieved even if the journey was not the same. Have you ever used Google Maps to help you get somewhere? Recently, my hubs and I were in North Carolina visiting our son and amazingly beautiful three-year-old granddaughter. We rented a car on Turo. Um, Turo is this really cool, it's kind of like Airbnb for cars, so you can rent your car out um, as an individual to other people that want to rent a car instead of using like Hertz or Budget or those other things. You should check them out if you haven't heard of them before. So we rented our car on Turo, a car on Turo, and we set off um, from the Raleigh airport to Fayetteville, North Carolina. We plugged in our destination in Google Maps and said, take us where we need to go. No biggie. At the end of the trip, we entered the airport as our destination. We were coming back from the Airbnb we stayed at in Fayetteville and arriving back at the airport where we drop off the car to the the car owner. 
But here's the thing. Google Maps took us back a very different way than it had brought us there. Things had changed. And even if they hadn't, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Okay, there's a really horrible phrase, but very much appropriate in this case. Uh, Here's the thing. We need to start understanding that in business, our way isn't the only way to accomplish a goal. And once we can let go of that level of perfectionism, it frees us up to do more powerful things while our team gains our trust and creates magic that we never dreamed of. All right, let's talk a little bit about constantly switching directions. You know what? It's super easy as a solopreneur to decide you want to focus on something today and totally change your mind tomorrow or even after lunch. However, when you have a team, this creates havoc. Every project or task that you ask your team to work on requires preparation, setup, specific action, all of these steps that are involved. And just as your team is getting ready to to get started on the the meat of working on that project, you decide that you'd rather have them focus on social media instead of the course that you were going to have them create. Or maybe, you know, they're going to do a podcast now instead of, um, you know, outlining the goals and objectives for um, key metrics in a certain area of your business. Uh, in, a, in an upcoming interview um, up episode of, virtual, of uh, Coach's Copilot, I actually interview Conrad Sanders. He's a CEO with ADD, and we're also going to do a subsequent follow-up interview with his implementer wife. I truly think that all, all entrepreneurs exhibit some natural ADD tendencies now and then. It's easy to talk about shiny object syndrome when it's just you. But once the team is involved, your shiny object syndrome will cost you lost time and money. In addition, your team wants to help you succeed. They want to accomplish the things that will move your business forward. But when you keep changing directions, the finish line is never reached and they can't celebrate that success with you. So there are many solutions these challenges. But there's one that we're going to talk about today that will improve all three of them. Let's talk vision. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Before you turn the podcast off right now, bear with me. I'm not talking about the kind of vision where you have to sit down for hours over weeks to craft your overall vision and mission statement that will be posted on the walls or quickly forgotten till next year, the vision doesn't have to take more than 15 or 20 minutes to craft. I simply want you to answer the question, where do you want your business to go and why? Now let's dispense with the deep soul searching kind of why also. And let's overcome a bit of the perfectionism here that stops you from moving forward. Your why can simply be to allow whomever your business touches to have a better life. You, 
your clients, and your team. There's a time and place for digging deeper on your vision, but this is not it. Now that the idea of spending hours or days working on that isn't going to stop you, let's talk about why your vision is so important to your team and how it overcomes some of the challenges that we've shared. When you're able to share your vision with your team, it arms them with just a small touch of telepathic ability, right? We always said we wanted our team to be mind readers. Well, here's one step towards helping them be mind readers. This is a shortcut into your mind so that they can get five steps ahead much faster. Have you ever watched Amazing Race? One of the challenges that the contestants on Amazing Race face regularly is driving and navigating from point A to point B. If the driver doesn't know where the destination is, it's up to the navigator to make all of the determinations about where to turn and when. But when the driver also knows the destination, they can help by spotting street signs and Um, markings that prevent missed turns or potential detours. So this is, you're the navigator, but your driver needs to know the destination to best help you get there safely and in the fastest time possible. So your team, they're the drivers. How does sharing your vision help increase with this communication though? When you hire a business manager or a virtual assistant, the last thing they want to do is bother you with a million questions. In fact, oftentimes that is the the barrier, the the, um, stumbling block is that they don't want to bother you. So therefore they don't ask those questions and therefore you don't get the best possible result. Because unfortunately, when they don't have a lot of the information, they have to make the choice on their own and they risk doing something wrong. Or they have to ask a lot of questions. But when they have your vision in front of them, they can make a lot of educated decisions on your behalf without having to ask a whole bunch of follow-up questions. This is giving your driver the destination in advance. Hey, I'm navigating over here, but I want you to know where we're going so you can look out for what's happening. They might not have the map that shows them the exact route that you, the navigator, is taking, but they can certainly help spot important things without having to ask specific details. Now, what about micromanagement? Can you imagine being a navigator who had to tell the driver how to drive the car while you were navigating? Could you imagine having to watch every turn and street sign while trying to read the map? Micromanaging slows you down, but sharing your vision with your team helps you to equip them with what they need so they don't have to be micromanaged. Now, let me clarify. Uh, There's micromanaging because your team doesn't yet know what or how to do the projects you ask them in a way that you trust. And then there's micromanaging because you just can't let go 
no matter how prepared your team is to do an amazing job. We're not talking about the latter here. That's something that will require a deeper conversation that I highly encourage you to seek out. Communicating your vision with your team can dramatically help with your urge to micromanage those details. Now let's talk about switching directions. This last one, well, it's kind of a big one. A vision is meant to serve as a beacon to help you get where you want to go. There will always be more than one way to arrive at that destination, but many turns and detours can be eliminated when you share your vision with the team. So here's, a, here's an example from our team, virtual A team. We were working with a life coach who wanted to help women transition from their careers in corporate America. They might be, um, they might want a new career. They might want to become solo entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs. They might want to start their own businesses. Um, maybe they just wanted to retire and go into philanthropy. Um, but that's what this life coach helped them with. When the client first came to us, she wanted our help creating an online course. So we set up the project and started gathering all of the necessary team, but the client had gone silent for a couple of weeks um, before we could actually pull that trigger to get going. When she finally did come back, she decided that she wanted to focus instead on starting a podcast. During that two-week period, somebody had kind of whispered in her ear that a podcast was going to be the best way for her to get people to come to that online course. So now all of a sudden she decides before she does the course, she wants to do the podcast. But then the following month, she wanted us to focus her resources on creating a freebie and an opt-in to build the list. Because of course, before you can actually have people that you're going to market to, you may be out there, but you need that list. So now the first step is to actually build a list. A good vision can help your team help you stay on track. If the client had known that their vision and shared it with the team, we could have served as a test to help her stay focused on the big pictures and those goals that she wanted to achieve in her business. We could have let her know that we need to follow a step-by-step process here. And if you don't have step one, it doesn't make sense to skip to step three. Your vision lays out the desired destination so you can get there as quickly and easily as possible. Without the vision, you and your team could end up driving around in circles without ever leaving the parking lot. Now, if you're looking for more tips and strategies on how you can delegate smarter so that you can help your team help you, I highly recommend registering for our Delegate Smarter Bootcamp. It starts January 9th, and you can join us at DelegateSmarterBootcamp.com. We thank you for flying with us today. We truly appreciate your business and look forward to serving you on a future flight.